Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Also, it's not going to have that tie for much longer. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, Eddie Cross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We will get to today's MLB card in just a bit. But first, let's revisit this conversation pertaining Yerdy Perez and winning National League Rookie of the Year. We've talked about how great his pitching has been. Uh, over his last few starts, not allowing any runs, doing it for the Marlins. We're getting Sandy Alcantara, uh, you know, comps, all that good stuff. He's 50 to 1 on BetMGM to win National League Rookie of the Year honors, Joe. And it's fascinating to me as we give so much pub to Corbin Carroll, rightfully so, and Ellie De La Cruz that we're forgetting that we're seeing a phenomenal start to a pitching career down in Miami. And even though Carroll's probably going to win this award going away, 50 to 1 is really intriguing. Yeah, Carroll is minus 450 and De La Cruz is plus 550. Around here at least, and maybe because I'm in NL Central country, De La Cruz gets so much more coverage than Carroll. And right now that is the case, I would say nationally, because he's a hot thing, cycle on Friday, uh, does something else that people have not seen before. and But but the Carroll numbers, how he's been able to – I don't want to call him a compiler, but he's been up a lot longer. So, I mean, that is part of it. His numbers are going to look a lot better. People have decided that it's Carroll, and if it's not Carroll, the only other uh, player that could jump into this conversation is De La Cruz. And we do see this every few years. We do see it every few years. Now, it's tough. Um, usually – it feels like with, with the rookie of the year that they will give it to a pitcher, but it's got to be a year where there's not a position player that's right there. Like last year when Strider was beaten out by his teammate in Harris. Uh, the last time we saw it was 2020. I don't want to say throw it out. I don't want to say it doesn't count for Devin Williams, but it was a 60 game season. So it's a little bit different. Uh, before that, Michael Fulmer, there was DeGrom in 2014, Jose Fernandez, feels like a decade or so ago, it was much more common to see a pitcher win this award. Maybe because now we understand that position, position players are so much more valuable. But that's how we get the great number of 40-50, right? You have two guys that people are talking about for NL Rookie of the Year, and Carroll and De La Cruz, and they've been awesome. And Perez is in a smaller market. People are not talking about him, but when you break down the numbers, all right, we've had, we've had nine starts. The K rate is almost 30%. Uh, the only players in the National League that have a higher strikeout rate, the only starters are Strider and Blake Snell. That's the list. So if this continues, maybe he's going to enter that conversation. We've been backing him as a show game by game, but as far as NL Rookie of the Year, he, he's not there right now. It's just Carroll or De La Cruz. 
I was just thinking about how good the Marlins minor league system must be. You've got Luis Arise, you've got Perez, even uh, Luis Castillo. He was in the Marlins. Uh, he was a Marlins pitching prospect. Never played for them in the big leagues, but they've they're uh, grooming their players and picking them right over there. Mm-hmm. You it's something where like all those fire sales that they've had over the years, and you sort of figure, okay, that that farm system should be fairly good it is something where yes position players matter more but because this is a hashtag narrative award is it something where position players could cancel each other out we talk about this with the Heisman at great length where okay we have all these great quarterbacks but no one stands out among the others so is it time to look at a running back or a couple years ago you look at a wide receiver is it possible that that could happen where Carroll and De La Cruz are so dynamite as position players that they almost cancel each other out. And that opens the door for a pitcher, especially one who's that much better than everyone else. I think so. There is that opportunity. The problem is the gap between Carroll and everybody else. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I, man, I want, I want to make the case for it too. Like I I'm trying not to fall too much in love with that number okay there are there there is a lot of baseball remaining and if this run continues so he he ends up with a decent workload by the very end like if you're looking at his b war his b war is much closer to corbin carroll than de la cruz is like it's pretty close it's three seven to two two and de la cruz is at zero seven so it i it's an old school stat and I'm not saying players are defined by this, but voters care about it. It's why Verlander just won an award. If the ERA stays sub two, he's going to force people to talk about him and consider that. Mm-hmm. And, and if he doesn't miss any starts moving forward, and we're still talking about a sub two ERA, he's at one three four right now, 54 strikeouts and 47 innings, a sub one whip. Yeah, he's going to be in that conversation. And if we talk about the Marlins making the postseason and we're trying to project, oh, wow, you got Pettis, you know, playing in a three-game series. He's starting one of those games. Maybe we should take the Marlins more seriously as far as advancing to the division series. I think mm-hmm. just those conversations themselves will put him in a different spot. Yeah, you've got playoff contenders all, all the way across the board here. But when you're talking about a pitcher – who's going to start game one of a three-game series or game two, something like that, that, to me, adds to the mystique, and it makes it more intriguing here. Do you think they will, um, the Marlins will look at shutting down and reducing his workload? I mean, that's what the reports are saying, so that would scare me off of that bet. (laughs) Maybe the Alcantara stuff because uh, he, you know, he still was sort of used to the extreme last season. Maybe that's why the the reports I I sort of take with a grain of salt. But look, I mean, you know, individual pitchers get individual treatments. And so I, you know, I will take in that information, but it's not something Mm -hmm. that I will naturally believe in immediately. But it's also not 10 to 1. It, we're talking 40, 50 right. everywhere. So yeah. I, I'll, I'll take on that risk when we're talking about a complete shot in the dark, just a long shot, where right. if, he, if this performance continues, he will enter that conversation. So I find that 
that really interesting. We, uh, Ed, we quickly mentioned it uh, during the College World Series conversation, but the Angels story on Saturday, what they did at Coors, <laughs> scoring 25 was fascinating. And they scored 23 of those runs through the first four innings. The Angels, six games back. So the Astros, yeah, they, yeah, they won last night. So, okay, they're hanging on, but uh, they haven't played good ball of late. They're five and a half back. Angels there, six back. Mariners, nine and a half. What do you think about the Angels? Anything change? Just kind of treading water right now? Well, they're not, I wouldn't say they're treading water. I mean, I think they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're definitely in the, the postseason conversation. Uh, and, and chances are it's going to be that way for, for the rest of the year. I mean, I'm not saying that the Rangers are, are going to run away with the division. I mean, the Astros could, could very well make it competitive. But as far as that second and third wild card spot, absolutely the Angels can still very well make it. And I think in some ways they've exceeded expectations, not so much with Otani and Trout. I think they, they are where they are. I think it's sort of the back half of the start of starting pitching. Certainly the hitters uh, getting Mike Moustakis over the weekend. I think that's helpful here. This to me is a ball club that is looking to, to get smaller parts and sort of make the sum greater than, than the individual parts. I, I look at what the Angels are doing right now, and I'm saying, okay, yeah, losing Urshela, that, that hurts, but they have answers for these things. They weren't bereft with infielders to begin with. I think the Angels can very well be just fine, and I think making the postseason, I think that's kind of the new expectation, and I think they can do it. Yeah, when I said treading water, I'm just I was talking more recent seven and seven okay. last fourteen. Yeah, yeah, they lost three over the weekend. Uh, they they were swept in a two game series. No harm, no foul. I mean, that was the Dodgers. That that's expected. But uh, yeah, they've got the White Sox in Arizona coming up this week. Could could be a time for them to uh, to make a move going going up against the White Sox. The Otani game is tomorrow, uh, Tuesday. So I'm sure a lot of people here are going out of their way to to go see Otani. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Absolutely, they are. Absolutely. And then they've got uh, the Padres and the Dodgers. It's not easy for the Angels to uh, make up ground here, Ed. Are you sure you're not worried? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm always worried, but I'm a worry worried. It's, you know, it's, <laughs> okay. That's fine. Yeah, that's that's more of a mental health question than I think it is uh, the Angels' schedule. I, 
they can still do this. They are still very much in contention. I, I'd say that the flaws that we see with the Angels are perhaps less damning than they are with other wild card contenders like the aforementioned Yankees. Like, can they continue mm-hmm. to hit without Aaron Judge however long he's going to be out for? I think those are perhaps bigger concerns than, say, what you're dealing with with the Angels where, you know, there's a certain quality that, that you're sort of seeing there, and then uh, that is that. Uh, also, over the weekend, uh, international series uh, between the Cubs and the Cardinals – First game went under a total of 14 and a half. The second game went over a total of 11 and a half. Just because, just because games are happening internationally doesn't mean that they're going to be in the same context like it was in Mexico City, where you're dealing with a much, much higher elevation. And that can yeah. make the ball fly a good bit more. And so uh, definitely more research perhaps is required uh, before we make generalized conclusions about totals, Joe. Yeah. Okay. Like there was a lot going on with that conversation. I thought it was interesting when we had MLB dream on earlier in the week, he was making the suggestion about juice baseballs. Like we also saw in Mexico city. Uh, So there was that thought that was part of the reason that the totals were so high. And also because the last time they were there in 2019, it was the Yankees and Red Sox and they scored 50 runs in two games. So people were like, okay, why are these totals higher than Coors games? Why why are we out here so much with the Cardinals and Cubs for over the course of the year? These two teams have, have been disappointing offenses. So um, on what I saw was an under in the first game, and it was a push. They end up splitting. Cubs take the first one. Now, the Cubs did their part. They put up nine on Saturday. Problem is the Cardinals did absolutely nothing against Steele, only <laughs> scoring one run. And it – After the inning, but then Strowman has a blister. He exits the game. Cardinals end up putting up seven. We get a push on the total there. Uh, so, so we get a split. Totals don't reach the numbers that many people were expecting going off of small sample sizes. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Hap had a couple of homers on Saturday. I don't know. I was into it because I'm here, but I don't know that the London series does anything outside of the teams involved were you guys interested at all no <laughs> okay yeah. not particularly yeah i, I, mean, I don't I, think I it does some of it, but it's also it's also uh sunday especially it was really early out on the west coast yeah oh yeah yeah it was 9 a.m here it was seven by you that's crazy mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. One thing I, I am interested West- in, yeah, go ahead. sorry, in the NL Central is, is it time to consider that this Reds team is for real? And you look at their last games of the se- or their last series of the season and who they're playing. I mean, I really like this Reds team now. I think they are finally for real. loose. They finally lost two games in a row. We've been waiting. <laughs> yeah, the 12 game winning streak ends. And then they uh, lose back-to-back games. I'm going to be curious to see how they rebound. Now, it's Atlanta. You know, for me, they don't have the best record in baseball, but I would say they're the best team in baseball. I mean, for, if I want to pick one team to win the World Series, you give me one pick, I'm going to say, yeah, give me exactly. the Exactly. Uh, but they were one-run losses. It was a tight series throughout. They win by one, and they lost two games by one. Uh, identical scores of seven to six. I, I would not walk away from this weekend and say, see, See, that was too totally. much of an overreaction. No, I, I look at the division, and I, I believe it's going to be the Reds or the Cubs that win the Central. 
And the Braves are in another class, too. They're just so good. To only lose all three, or they won one, sorry, to lose those last two by one run, I think is impressive. I can't wait for the Orioles series, and then they've got the Padres, the Nats, and the Brewers. So Mm -hmm. I, I really like this Reds team. I would not count out the Brewers in the division just yet, but I would count really? out the Pirates. I, yeah. The Brewers yes. could still make a run at this, but I do think we need to count out the Pirates, and I hope beyond hope that they are sellers at the trade deadline because I think they can get a mm. lot for the assets that they have. Yes. Uh, the, the market has done the same. The Pirates, what, what was it, even two weeks ago? They were in first place, and now they're 30 to 1. 30 to 1. I'm not counting out the Brewers, but they're just, I'm not considering them as the favorite. In this division, the way it sets up, I'm just going to go for the value instead of say, uh, give me the Brewers at a little bit better than even money. If they do end up falling back, you know, they, they were just, it was looked like things were trending that way. We'll see. If they do fall back before we get to the deadline, I do think that they're going to sell. Certainly hope so for their sake. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we will continue our MLB conversation, go over the card, and talk a little MLB Survivor, some of the big picks for the week, right here on the BetQL Network.